재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 France's far-right leader Marine Le Pen has long been one of the more controversial figures in French politics, uh, having been accused by her rivals of xenophobia, anti-Semitism, just to name a few. Now, with only seven months to go until France's presidential elections in May, Le Pen, in front of thousands of her supporters, on Sunday vowed to, quote, win back freedom for her country, uh, a very anti-EU, very anti-immigration platform. So to find out more about her electoral prospects, as well as uh, what is driving her success right now, we're very pleased to have joining us from the S. Rajaratnam School of International Studies at Nanyang Technological University, research fellow Romain Kibui. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Uh, first, does Le Pen stand any sort of a chance to actually win um, in terms of how the French political landscape is shaping up right now? Um, well, the chances of Marine Le Pen in the next presidential election are high, but they're not too high. Um, the chances are high because François Hollande, the current French president, is uh, extremely unpopular now. Uh, on the other hand, the main opposition party led by Nicolas Sarkozy, uh, the former French president, is very divided. So Marine Le Pen likes to present herself as the third way, the best option. Um, however, according to many opinion polls, uh, Marine Le Pen would win the first round of the presidential election with around 30% of the vote, but she would lose the second round. So mm. her chances to win should be put into proper perspective, I think. Once it gets into a uh, one-on-one match, what you're saying is that uh, most of the voters will tend to go with a safer choice is, I think, your point, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, um, we know that there are always going to be sort of maybe even lazy comparisons, but uh, on the broad surface of things, it seems like Le Pen is sort of the American, uh, the French version of the American candidate Trump. But uh, these, these ideas that um, uh, they are kind of tapping into the same sort of nationalistic uh, anti-immigrant fervor, um, do you feel that things like Brexit and things like um, the rise of Trump in the United States, uh, there are all factors that are either related or kind of contributing to Le Pen's success? Well, um, absolutely. I mean, the Brexit was a great public relations boost for Marine Le Pen. Uh, she promised to hold a similar in-out referendum in France if she's elected president. And uh, she also said that she would vote for Donald Trump if she were American. Uh, and finally, she used the terrorist attacks that happened in France to criticize the former French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, and the current president as well, François Hollande, by saying they were both incapable of protecting French people. Um, however, all French politicians took very strong positions on the Brexit, uh, on Donald Trump and terrorism as well. So I think it's important to realize that Marine Le Pen is an important voice in, in the French political spectrum, uh, but it's also one voice among many others. When we talk about this need to appeal to the broader uh, electorate, uh, Le Pen and similar challenges for candidates like Trump in the United States as well, um, is it possible that she can broaden her appeal from this sort of uh, nationalistic, anti-immigrant, anti-EU uh, contingent to uh, the more moderate crowd? Uh, has she been making efforts towards that end? Yeah, absolutely. She's been trying to, to lure, to attract new voters. Um, she, she could broaden her appeal if, if people who are used to vote for the left-wing socialist party uh, and the right-wing party, the Republicans, are too disappointed by the traditional French political system. Uh, and so if they decide suddenly to vote for her. 
Uh, that would obviously be a game changer. Um, this is especially true for young people because the uh, unemployment rate is, is quite high among the young French people, around 25%. Uh, and so many young people between 18 and, and 35 years old could make a difference uh, should they vote for her. Um, the other thing is, Marine, is that Marine Le Pen has been constantly trying to improve the image of her party, the National Front. Uh, she tries to show that the National Front is a responsible political party, that it's not a racist, uh, xenophobic, uh, and anti-Semitic anti party. Uh, this strategy works to a certain extent, but it's not completely successful. Um, according to a poll that was made um, last year, 56% of people uh, thought that the National Front is, is a danger for democracy in France. So um, she tried to give a better image of a party, but it's not totally successful. Yeah, and certainly a lot of challenges, but let's, <laughs> I guess this is a wild hypothetical. You did um, indicate if this comes goes into a, a runoff and there's no indication that she would be able to win this outright in the first round uh, with a majority. But if she was somehow successful uh, and became elected president and her vow to have a Frexit uh, uh, referendum, um, uh, enact some of these anti-immigration policies, would this, and there are a lot, of, a lot of factors that are imperiling Europe, but would this essentially mean the end of the European experiment? I think that would uh, represent a very a very grave threat for the for the future of the EU, uh, but it remains a fiction for the moment. Um, <laughs> the Brexit is very difficult for the EU because the UK was a key member of the European Union. Uh, now the two most influential countries within the EU are France and Germany. So uh, a Frexit referendum and uh, a new anti-immigration policies in France would be a very grave threat. Um, that being said, even if Marine Le Pen is elected, even if there's such a referendum, I'm not sure that it would be successful. Uh, there are many people in France that complain about the EU, but it does not mean that they actually want, want France to leave the EU. So uh, the context in France is, is quite different from what it is in the UK. She's, of course, uh, famously the, the daughter of... Um a father who was really at the forefront of a lot of this at that time, uh, perhaps considered more on the fringe. But now, overall, as you gauge the landscape as well, this uh, far-right movement in France, um, the relative success of uh, people like the UKIP in, in Britain, and, and the emergence of all these other uh, sort of uh, far-right parties or groups in countries around Europe, are we seeing a sustainable trend of this kind of uh, political movement? Or do you feel that if the economic conditions change, if the security situation changes with things like um, Syria and, and what have you, that we could go back to what's considered quote-unquote normal? Um, well, as you said, you have many far-right parties in Europe uh, that have been increasingly successful over the last years, uh, including in Germany, Austria, Greece and France. However, uh, in other countries where the economic situation is not very good, like Spain or Portugal, the, the far right is still marginalized. Mm. So um, it's not a general phenomenon, and the situation can be very different from one country to another. Um, the appeal of the National Front in France is linked with three different crises. Uh, the crisis of the political system, uh, the economic crisis, and uh, crisis of identity. But these different crises do not exist everywhere in Europe. So um, the appeal of the National Front is, is certainly the indication that there are issues, there are problems uh, in France, but I don't think that's a sign of a new European trend. All right, very interesting indeed. We will uh, certainly closely watch uh, uh, what happens in France and hopefully get your, your thoughts uh, later on on those issues as well. Thank you so much for joining us and really appreciate your analysis, sir. Thank you.
That was Romain Kivui from Nanyan Technological University.